You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, class, take your seats. I said take your seats. Class, sit. I swear you're all acting like a bunch of animals. Pet Life Radio presents Teacher's Pet, where you'll learn how to understand and communicate with your pet and train them to be the best pet they can be. It's time to see the world from your pet's point of view. So give a tail-wagging welcome to your Teacher's Pet host on PetLifeRadio.com. You may even learn a few tricks yourself. Hi, welcome to Teacher's Pet on Pet Life Radio. This is Pia Silvani, Director of Training and Behavior at St. Hubert's Animal Welfare Center in Madison, New Jersey, and your host. This week, we will be working on a new behavior, weight. Every behavior you teach your dog should have a specific definition, so it's clear to you as well as your dog what is expected. So if we were going to define what weight means... The definition of weight is the dog is not permitted to move forward without making eye contact with you and getting your permission to move forward. Your permission phrase or word will be a release word that you've been using, such as okay. Think of weight as putting the dog on hold. He's in neutral gear and ready to move when you say so. So it's typically used at stairways, uh, street crossings, doorways, and any other threshold. So teaching weight makes going in and out of doors convenient as well as safe. So if you're leaving your home or you're getting out of your car and you have your hands full of packages or young children ready to jump out of the car, you'll be able to tell your dog to wait and know that he's not going to jump out of the car ahead of you. So remember, you do not want him to go through the door ahead of you unless you give him permission with your okay. You can also use weight when you're putting down food for your dog to eat so he doesn't dive into it immediately. Many people use it going down a flight of stairs. They might tell their dog to wait so they can get to the bottom safely carrying a baby, maybe an elderly person going down the stairway. So if you want to put your dog on hold, tell your dog to wait and then release him when you get to the bottom of the stairs. So before we begin our first training session, as always, if you don't have your dog, some yummy treats, and your tug toy, now's the time to get them. Also, again, as a reminder, you'll need a piece of paper and a pen to take some notes. So we'll take a short break right now to hear from our sponsors. And when we return, we'll start our first steps on weight. Okay, class, grab your tuna flakes, biscuits, and bones. Teacher's pet will be back in two shakes of a tail right after recess. Do you love your dog? Then you'll love feeding him mouth-watering, all-natural treats, lovingly handmade by a professional caterer who wanted the very best for her dogs. Make no mistake about it. These are not ordinary dog treats. These are doggy delights, like breakfast banana biscotti, honey bear peanut butter balls, yummy apple cinnamon mini cakes, and so much more. Your dog will howl in delight. And now you can get a scrumptious sample pack by going to dingersdogtreats.com. It's a $25 value, yours for just $9.95 through this special radio offer. That's D-I-N-G-E-R-S, dingersdogtreats.com. Every one of these gourmet doggy treats is handmade from the finest ingredients and taste tested on our own dogs. Your dog will love them. Get $25 worth of doggy delights now for just $9.95. Go to dingersdogtreats.com now. That's D-I-N-G-E-R-S. 
dingersdogtreats.com. Yum. Pick up something unique at a Bone to Pick Dog Boutique. A Bone to Pick has cool hip fashions for big and small dogs that will have their tails wagging in style. Cat products too. A-B-O-N-E-T-O-P-I-C-K.com. Check out our eco-friendly pet products and gifts for humans too. A-B-O-N-E-T-O-P-I-C-K.com. Get your pet's mouth watering monthly with our Gourmet Treat of the Month Club. And join a Bone to Pick's free birthday club for your puppy. A-B-O-N-E dash to dash p-i-c-k dot com pick up something special for your best friend at a bone to pick a-b-o-n-e dash t-o dash p-i-c-k dot com get 10% off with coupon code petlife having a rough day longing for the dog days of summer think your fun furry friend lives a dog's life well, find out everything you're begging to know as Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with pet expert and award-winning author Liz Palaika. Every dog has his day, and you'll find out how to make your dog's day fun and rewarding every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, class, hang up your collars and leashes. Teacher's Pet is back in session. Now park yourselves on the floor. I said park, not bark. Okay, Teacher's Pet. Pay attention, there may be a quiz later. Welcome back. This is Pia Silvani, host of Teacher's Pet on Pet Life Radio. Thanks for joining us. Today, we're going to work on the behavior weight. Many times people confuse weight and stay. They are as different as down and come. Think of stay as the car in park and weight as a car in neutral or idling. With stay, the dog is never permitted to move until you return to him, place your hand on his body, and release him with okay. Remember, you can't start a parked car without going to the car and turning the key. When you tell your dog to wait, however, he may change positions. He may back up, he may move from a sit to a down, but he's never permitted to move forward. You may also release him from a distance, but only after he's made eye contact. Remember, this is the may eye of dog training. So for example, you would never tell your dog to stay when you leave work in the morning. If he truly understands that stay means do not move until you return, do you think he'll be sitting there, standing there, or even laying there nine hours later? I hope not. (laughs) So instead, you tell your dog to wait so he doesn't bolt through the door. Now closing the door will be his release and he can go back into the house and relax. Another example might be you would not tell your dog to stay in the car when you quickly ran into the store for a carton of milk. So think about that again. If he truly understands what stay means, he should be in the exact same position that you left him when you returned with your carton of milk. Again, obviously not very practical. So let's start off first teaching weight with a food treat. So what I'd like you to do is get a few food treats out of your bag 
and we'll move on to the first step. And at the end of today's session, I'm going to teach you how to work on it at the front door. So let's begin by putting your dog into a sit position. Now, you're not going to tell the dog to wait until you know the dog understands what the behavior is and he's offering the behavior. If you were just going to tell him, wait, for example, the dog would have absolutely no concept of what you were asking him. So once you hold that food treat out, if you said wait and the dog moved forward to get the treat, he's pairing up that word with what he's doing at that particular time. So he might think that wait means move forward towards the treat. Good example, another example of what people do is when they want their dog, their dog is barking at the door and they want their dog to be quiet, for example. So we know what quiet means and they turn to the dog and they shout quiet and then the dog continues to bark and they shout louder, quiet. So now when you think about it, how dogs learn, he probably thinks that quiet means bark louder or vocalize of some sort. So I'll let you know when to put the cue on, but say nothing at this time. What you're going to do is you're going to wait the dog out. So put your dog in a seated position. And what I'd like you to do is put a treat in your fist, close your hand around it, put the treat in your hand and hold it about three feet out in front of your dog's nose. If your dog moves forward to go for the treat, I want you to quickly take it away. It should just fly away. So you're going to lift your hand up and away. Wait for your dog to sit again. If he doesn't, tell him to sit and represent the treat. So you're going to again tell the dog to sit, put it at his nose level, three feet away from his nose. So it's not too close. If he jumps up or moves forward to get it, you can also give a little As a warning, just take it away. So you're going to take your fist and immediately bring it up to your shoulder so it flies away. So the dog is going to start to learn that every time he moves forward, the food treat, what he wants, goes away. So again, tell the dog to sit. Put the food treat out in front of his nose again, three feet out, not too close. And if at any time the dog is waiting one second, That's all we're looking for. You're looking for a pause. Right now, we're not so worried about eye contact. We'll work on that later. Let's raise the criteria. But you're looking for that momentary pause. If you think the dog has paused and he truly is waiting for that one second, tell him, okay, and toss the treat forward to encourage the dog then to move forward. Once you've gotten that, put another treat in your fist and let's try it again. So you're gonna reseat the dog again, tell the dog to sit. And again, it makes no difference if you're having trouble with the dog getting into a sit, he can do certainly do this from a stand. If, say you've put him in a sit and he lies down, for example, that's perfectly fine. He's not in a stay position. Remember, he's in a pause or a wait position. So have him sit again, take the treat. It's a closed fist. This still on a closed fist present it nose level three feet out if he's holding it for a second mark it with yes and then okay and you can toss the treat forward so he gets the treat 
now. If he's doing well with that, now's the time, just like we did when you were teaching your dog stay in previous lessons. Now you're going to start to add a little bit of duration onto this. Now we don't go from one second to 10 seconds. That's not setting the dog up to succeed. So let's go from one second to three seconds this time. Let's see if he can hold it for three seconds. Now, when we're working on duration, remember this is the time when you can say, good dog, good boy, good girl, well done. Anything that will keep the dog in that position at that time. So think of that as the glue that holds the dog in the position. So again, tell the dog to sit present the treat out in your mind quietly as you say good boy and then okay release and toss the treat forward so he's encouraged to go forward if he does not get up for the food take a step forward towards the food some dogs they're a little bit worried about getting up as if they're saying to yourself are you sure are you sure you gave me that okay release all righty Let's try it one more time, and this time you're going to release the dog to the treat and take a little tug break in between. Remember, when you're training your dog, you don't want to do too many drills over and over and over again. And what will happen is the dog's brain will become fried after a while, and you might see really good performance turn into sloppy performance because you're doing too many. So you always want to end with the dog having some fun, wanting to do more. You take a little break, and then you go back to it again. So let's try it one more time. Tell the dog to sit. And anywhere between three to five seconds this time, if your dog is doing well. If he keeps getting up, you're moving too quickly. So that's a signal for you. If you continually have to correct the dog, that's a signal for you that you are moving too quickly for the dog. So one more time, tell him to sit, hold the treat out in front, see if you can get three to five seconds. And whenever you think you're ready, or if you think he's going to get up, release him before he gets up. Okay, And then it's okay and toss the treat. So that's critical when you're watching your dog carefully. Anytime you think he might get up, even before he gets up, release him before. Okay, Otherwise, again, you're always fixing the problem. And that's not good dog training. You don't want to have to continually fix the problem during the acquisition stage. So it's critical that the dog succeed. Now give him a quick little tug break. So he's tugging in between. If he's looking at your treats instead and he's more interested in the treats, just ignore it. Let him realize that this is not the time for food. This is the time to play in between. So this way it balances out. The dog should have an equal balance between play and food. And as I've discussed in past sessions, Play is going to be a lot more effective outdoors when you're training than food. So it's critical, critical, critical that you start to play in all sorts of environments. Okay, use your release word, whatever that is, give, release, and put the dog back in a sit. Now, if your dog was successful with those first steps, we're going to take the next step, which is step number two. If your dog was not successful, what you're going to do is continue to practice at your dog's level. Make sure you don't move ahead until your dog was successful with the previous step. So now what you're going to do, and this is going to be a little bit more difficult, instead of the food being in a closed fist, 
what you're going to do is you're going to present the food same way, three feet away, but now your palm is going to be open. So the food is visible to the dog. That's going to be a greater temptation, obviously, to the dog to move forward because now he sees the food. If he moves forward, you very simply, you're just going to close your fist very quickly so he can't get it and make it fly away so it goes away. Same exact steps, put the dog into his, a sit, present the food with an open palm. You're still not saying wait. If the dog holds the position for just a few seconds, tell okay and toss the treat forward away from the dog. Remember, do not give the food to the dog in the position because then he's not understanding that the release is to move forward. It's a big mistake that many people make. The dog does it and they present the food hand to mouth when the dog is still waiting. So you always want the dog to realize that when I say okay, move forward. So I want you to practice that a couple of times as I talk you through it. And again, gradually build on the duration. So you're presenting the food, the food treat with an open palm, you're waiting for that dog to hold a position. If he's doing really well at this stage, now you can start to look for eye contact. So what you're going to do is, you're going to present the food, again, three feet out, dog's nose level. If he's really holding it quite nicely, see if you can get a little more duration. And the second he makes eye contact with you, mark it with a yes and toss the treat. So what you're going to do is we're going to take a real short break to hear from our sponsors. So during the break, what I'd like you to do is see how many repetitions you can get and see if you can get some eye contact. Again, remember, don't do any more, maybe within three sessions before you take a little play break and then go back to it again. But your goal when we return is that you have eye contact. So don't go away. Okay, class, grab your tuna flakes, biscuits, and bones. Teacher's Pet will be back in two shakes of a tail, right after recess. Greetings, human. What planet am I on? Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in Paparazzi, candid pictures of you and your pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No. To my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. There's nothing like a shaggy dog, baby. They're shagatonic. And this is the place to find out how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Oh, yeah. So stop by our pad every week and get switched on, baby. Switched on to the show that's all about attitude. Oh, behave. With your groovy host, pet edutainer Arden Moore. Yeah, baby, yeah. Every week on demand on PetLifeRadio.com. 
Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, class, hang up your collars and leashes. Teacher's Pet is back in session. Now park yourselves on the floor. I said park, not bark. Okay, Teacher's Pet. Pay attention, there may be a quiz later. Welcome back to Teacher's Pet on Pet Life Radio. This is Pia Silvani, your host. And before we went on break, your goal was to have an open palm, visible food, three feet away from your dog, and the dog looks to you for eye contact before you released him. So hopefully you were able to get that. If you weren't, not a problem. You've got plenty of time to work on this, and that'll be your ultimate goal. But what we're going to do now is we're going to take the next steps. And again, don't worry again. If if you haven't gotten the eye contact, you can build upon that very gradually. So what you're going to do, your goal now is, what I'd like you to do is now add the cue. Your dog should at this point have waited for a few seconds. So you're going to put your cue on, the cue wait, just prior to presenting the food. So put your dog into a sit. And right before you present the food with your open palm, you're going to say, wait and present the food. The dog should be holding the position. So now he's connected that word along with the behavior. If he makes eye contact, tell him yes and release the dog to the tree. If you're not there yet, as long as he's holding the position, okay, release him with okay. All right, let's give that a try again. Again, we're adding the cue on now. So put the dog back into the seated position. Remember, once again, you're going to say the word just prior to presenting the food. If your dog is not waiting, do not add the verbal cue on yet. You have time to do that. The dog must be offering you the behavior before you put the cue on. So just prior to presenting the food, tell the dog to wait and present. Calm praise or just be silent. Many times if you're silent, the dog tends to look up into your eyes instead as if to say, what do you want me to do? And the second he looks up into your eyes, that's when you can say, yes, that's what I want. Okay, you can have that food. All right. Now we're going to get the dog back into the position. We're going to make it a little bit harder now. Now the goal is for you to get the piece of food out of your hand and place it on the floor. So what you're going to do is you're not going to go three feet nose level to the floor. So you're gradually going to try to get the food to the floor by slowly bringing it down. You want to be careful, however, not to lure the dog. You don't want the dog to be confused as if you're teasing the dog. I see many times what people will inadvertently do. What they will do, they'll gradually, painfully bring the food down to the floor and the dog just can't stand it anymore and he gets up. So let's say you're at three feet away and maybe your hand is three feet off the floor, two feet off the floor. So maybe you want to go two feet from the floor to one foot off the floor instead of dragging it down. So wherever you're comfortable, what I'd like you to do is, again, put the dog in a sit, tell him to wait. He's familiar with that. Present the food a little bit 
closer to the floor this time. You might need to shorten up your duration because you just made a change. Anytime you make a slight or sudden change there, you might need to change it. If he's waiting a few seconds or if he makes eye contact, tell him yes and release him with okay. All right. Your goal now is for you to put it on the floor. And we'll go over that. I'll talk you through it. Again, if you can't get to it today, that's fine. But I'm going to teach you exactly how to do this. Now, listen up before you do it. What you're going to do is you're going to put your dog into a sit. You're going to take the food treat and you're going to place it on the floor. So again, you're going to tell your dog to wait before you place it on the floor. Once it's on the floor, many times the dog thinks, aha, here's my chance. It's on the floor, dive for it. Let's see who can get there first. You have to be quicker than the dog. So you can either put your foot over the treat so your dog can't get it. You can cup your palm over the treat so your dog can't get it and pick it up. Or you can step in front of the dog and body block the dog. So this way the dog can't move towards the treat. So you've got to move very quickly. Your goal for this week will be that you put your dog in a sit, you tell your dog to wait, you place the food treat on the floor, the dog is waiting, the dog looks to you for permission, may I go get that treat? When he says, may I? Yes, you may. Yes, okay, take it. And you can also work with this with your dog's food bowl. Teach him some manners. So if you're ready to feed your dog, rather than have him dive in or if he's jumping up in the air trying to get the food, he's so anxious to, to be fed, put your dog in a sit, tell him to wait and start to bring your food bowl down to the ground. If at any time he moves forward, just quickly bring the food back up. If he's getting real pushy about it, what I would do is take my, my food bowl, the dog's food bowl, and put it back up on the counter take maybe a five second, 10 second break and then try again. Let him know that his pushy behavior is not going to get him what he wants. All right, why don't you have a seat at this point and I'm going to tell you what your goal is for the front door now. So here's where you're going to need a paper and pen so you can write down any notes that you want. You're going to start at your doorway and make it simple. Always make sure that you have a leash on your, your dog so your dog can't bolt through the door. It's really for safety reasons, but you're not going to use the leash to hold the dog back. That's important. It's just there so the dog can't bolt through the doorway. Again, when you're not going to tell the dog to wait at the door until you know that the dog will wait at the door. So you approach the doorway, put your hand on the doorknob and just gradually open it a crack. If your dog moves forward at all, immediately close the door. So his freedom is taken away when he moves forward. And you'll start again. You'll open it a crack. If your dog is waiting, calmly praise him and try to open a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. Anytime that dog moves forward, you can give a quick body block and quickly close the door. And again, you don't want to obviously slam your dog's head into the door, but that's why the body block will help. But you're going to close the door quickly and so the dog understands that if he moves forward, his freedom is taken away. He will not have permission to go through that doorway. You're going to progress with that until you can open the door the entire way. 
Once the door is open, your dog must look to you for permission. When he looks at you for permission, you're going to release him with an okay, but stand still. Do not go through the door with the dog. You want to teach the dog that he's permitted to go through, but not bolt at that point. Think about it realistically. You've just given your dog permission to get out of the car and little did you know there were squirrels. There was a party of squirrels behind you. And now the next thing you know is you've given him permission, but he's off and running, chasing the squirrels, possibly across the street. So when you release him, you want him to go out through the door, turn his body and look at you. So how you're going to do that is you will stand still once you release your dog. You have your leash in hand. Stand completely still. Don't yank on it. And as you give your dog permission, he might hit the end of the leash. When he does and he turns back to look at you, tell him yes and then give him a treat. So now you're patterning him to wait at the door, look for permission, go out when I tell you, but turn around and that's when you get your reward. So you'll practice that several times. Now, what you can also do, another option, will be you go first. There might be times when you want your dog to wait, for example, in the car, and he's going second. So it's not the dog always going first, but he might go second. And there are really no hardcore rules on this, who goes first, who goes second. You may have heard this on television or you've read it in books that the owner should always go first through the doorway. So you are in charge and you're the leader. I'm not a believer in that. Sometimes when I have lots of things in my hands, we're heading towards the car, I want to make sure my dogs go first because I don't want them to suddenly decide, ooh, I see something, and boom, off I go, and now I'm tumbling down the stairs with packages in my hand. So most of the time, I have to admit, I send my dogs first. I tell them my release word through the door is go. So they know it means you may go. But it doesn't mean that they push me out of the way. They still wait, but they're waiting to see, do we go first or does she go first? So that's up to you. So what you're going to do this time at the doorway, you will tell the dog, again, once he understands what wait means, you'll tell the dog to wait and you will now pivot in front of your dog. So you're toe to toe. You'll take one step back. You'll take another step back. So you're stepping away from the dog. If at any time your dog makes a forward movement where he moves forward, that's a signal for you to move forward. So it's sort of like a cha-cha step. The dog moves forward, you move forward. Your forward motion should push the dog back. So what you're doing in a sense is you're body blocking the dog and your body is signaling the dog to back up. So you don't have to say anything. Be careful not to pull on the leash because if the dog is dependent on the leash to stop him, then what happens if you don't have the leash? He's not going to understand. So teach the dog that my body can stop you at the same time. So one more time, you'll tell your dog to wait at the doorway. You'll pivot in front of your dog so you're facing your dog toe to toe and you will gradually take a step back and another step back so you're adding distance in front of the dog. Your goal in two weeks, you have two weeks, is that you can 
stand six feet out in front of the dog. The dog is inside, you're outside, and you can release the dog. Now, when you release the dog, what I typically do is I will step to the side. I allow the dog to go with my okay, but remember, it doesn't mean bolt and run through the door. It means permission granted. You may go through the doorway. You asked for permission by making that eye contact, but turn and look at me. So same scenario with a car. If you're opening up your hatchback or you're opening up the dog's crate in the car, you can practice that with a crate too. If you've got a dog that bolts through there, any type of gate, immediately you're holding the leash. You tell your dog, okay, the dog should jump out of the car, turn to look at you to see what is the next signal. So you might want to practice a sit. So the dog learns to jump out of the car and sit comes in very, very handy. Okay, unfortunately, we are out of time. Next week, once again, Trish King from Marin Humane Society is going to be back talking to us about a really hot topic, bully breeds. So don't forget to check back with us for training session number six. I'd like to give a special thanks to our producers for making the show happen. And as always, if you'd like a transcript of the show or any of the shows on Pet Life Radio Network, please go to PetLifeRadio.com and click on Teacher's Pet. Also, if you have any questions, comments, or ideas for the show, don't forget to email me at Pia at PetLifeRadio.com. So until next time. This is Pia signing off, and thanks so much for your interest in Pet Life Radio. Schools in session on Pet Life Radio with Teacher's Pet. Learn how to communicate with your pet, train your pet, and see the world from your pet's point of view. You may even learn a few tricks yourself. Teacher's Pet, only on PetLifeRadio.com.